Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. So the Rocky Mountains, Colorado, fresh mountain air. It sounds so exhilarating, but what's really going on in the state of Colorado? <laughs> we don't have enough time for that. So we're going to focus on <laughs> how the Lord is moving in the hearts and minds of Christ followers all over the state. Are they all smoking recreational marijuana? I don't think so. They're pumped up about the huge move of God all over the state to put their faith into action. Today, we take a stop off for a visit with Dan Anderson with Kingdom Way Ministries. Dan's been all over the Loveland and greater Denver area, encouraging and identifying Christ followers in the marketplace and trying to equip them for active ministry in their workplace. Dan's arranged for a friend or two to join us every day this week on shows. Dan, Thanks for hosting us here in Loveland, Colorado. Jim and Martha, I'm so excited to have you here in God's country, man. That's <laughs> right. Country. I see yeah. why it's called that. Yeah, well, and uh, I'm so impressed by you, and, and I just love the calling God's place on your life and uh, the faith stories that you're sharing from people across the country and in some, place, some cases across the world. So, so honored to have you here in northern Colorado, Denver area, and just excited to see what God has in store for us this week. You brought along a friend today. Why don't you introduce our guest for today? Absolutely. Uh, Jamie Bessler is the president of Bessler Homes. And the reason I want Jamie to be a part of the the show is because uh, he really gets it as a marketplace leader. And God is stirring so many things around the front range here. And uh, what, what do you he, call it the front range? Why don't you explain that? Because we got people in Tampa, you know, they they live at two feet above sea level to 10 feet above <laughs> sea level. And we're sitting here at about they're five. They're thinking at about a gun five? range. That's about all they uh, know. No. Right. Are we at about 5,000 feet above sea Well, it's an I-25 corridor that goes all the way from like northern Colorado, where we are, in Fort Collins, all the way to Colorado Springs. And mm-hmm. so, I, I, you put me on the spot here. I think it's just the converse of the back range. It's the front of <laughs> the is, range of mountains, it, on right? On the other, other I mean, side. I, yeah. yeah, I think the people <laughs> And over, of course, you're calling it the front, because yeah. that's the side you live on. Yeah. Right? People in Utah are a little upset about that. They are like, we don't want to be called the back end of this. So. Absolutely. <laughs> So, so you know, oh, God, God's stirring some amazing things, and and I really see, uh, and I've heard, you know, Jamie and I become really good friends, and and God's got a special calling on His life, and I believe what God has in mind, He's going to raise up several uh, key leaders in our area, and I believe Jamie's one of those, and uh, so I'm excited that He gets a chance to share uh, His story to way more than um, uh, just a few people we're doing it now with, uh, and then in our event tomorrow too. Very good, Excellent. Jamie Bessler. Welcome to I Work for Him. Yeah, thank you for having me. So at what point in time did you make that connection, though? So the spiritual connection between your faith and your work, where you understood that God cared about you as a home builder just as much as he would care about a, a person that was is a pastor or a missionary? To the, to the level of having a missionary mindset, it honestly is in the last year. Um, I've been on this walk for mm-hmm. several years now, and it, and it has taken us through really the Lord expanding uh, our minds with generosity. And uh, there's an acronym that we uh, have held to, which is LIFE, and uh, that acronym really stands for uh, being generous with your labor, your influence, your finances, and your expertise. And so that, that is definitely something that has, uh, the Lord has uh, expanded, um, and we've recognized a bigger purpose with that. And, and then um, just as he's continued uh, the walk for Sarah and I, 
um, that has led into this missionary mindset um, that was really kind of unveiled over this last year. Um, I can tell you over a year ago, if you had just asked me the question, are you a missionary? I'd have said, I've never been to a foreign country at all. <laughs> we're going to explore that in, in more in the next segment. We are. Um, you just mentioned your wife, Sarah, real quick. So are you in the business together now in this home building business? We are uh, sole stewards okay. of the company together. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, from a day-to-day operational standpoint, she is full-time mom. Uh-huh. Uh, we have three kids. And uh, and so I, I tend to look after all of the day-to-day of, of the business. But at the same time, I confide in her a lot of different things. She's out of the forest and so that out of the forest viewpoint yes. at times in some of our conversations is very valuable. And so she's, she's very involved, but not. So the reason I asked that right before we go to break is just to help our listeners to understand that even though she's not in the day to day, this is something you guys, uh, you're like minded on in this mm-hmm. whole conversation. I think about um, where God has taken you on this journey. Is that correct? You bet. Okay. Yeah, we've been walking together. I love the overall overarching um, name of those events, Common Pursuit, because a lot of people think we're in constant competition with everybody. But really, you're talking about something beyond the pursuit of the bottom line. Although that is a, con- I mean, we <coughs> we should be we should be um, moving forward in our businesses, right, and not going into debt and things like that. So, um, but this Common Pursuit, kind of unpack that a little bit for our listeners. Just what your what your heart is behind that. Yeah, well, I appreciate you asking that because I think that that is uh, is part of my calling is, you know, I didn't always have a kingdom mindset where, uh, you know, I, I was wanting to invest in business leaders and pastors and nonprofit leaders. That's something God has really shaped my heart and seen the importance for is, you know, in, in Colossians verses like uh, Colossians, we see one Lord, one faith, or and even in Ephesians 4, mm-hmm. uh, one Lord, one baptism, and then we see so many silos in uh, the church world as well as even in business uh, and, and marketplace ministries. And, you know, wherever possible, I just long to see there to be more connectedness and connectedness and working together. And really, one of the one of the verses that just drives my passion for this is in Revelation 5, 8, and 9, where it says that we will be a kingdom of priests to serve God for all eternity. That's singular, not plural. Mm. And as I, even as I talk to my boys about what it means to be a man of God and what is a kingdom leader, one of the things on the top of the list for me is, is, is what decisions do we do now pulling from the eternal reality in the future? I call it T-E-R-N, you know, the eternal reality now. And sometimes that even requires a mindset or repentance shift in our minds a turning 180 degrees is pulling forward from the future reality if that's what it's going to be like for all eternity then why shouldn't we as much as possible here on this earth uh try to be about being that a kingdom of priests in what god is stirring in a locale or a nation so dan you have uh, Dan Anderson with Kingdom Way Ministries. For anybody who's just tuning in, um, we are having a conversation with somebody you brought with us, Jamie Bessler, who is um, the the big 
big guy on campus with Bessler Homes. And so we were just talking about how God has really um, adjusted his focus on his what his role is in his business. You had some things you want to make sure that Jamie shares with our listeners so that they get a, um, some encouragement and maybe some challenge from the walk that he's had. Go ahead with that. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that, that uh, Jamie has coined that I just really love is that he, he says that he's a for-profit ministry. Okay. You know, and I love how he refers that. So there was a shift that took place, and uh, and so I just I would just love to you know he might not be able to articulate you know a definite point in time, but just love to hear how that shift came about, and then some of the things that you're doing now that is causing you to keep God and Christ front and center in terms of you know your mission. In terms of, you know, Christy is working with you now and some of the care things, that just some of the strategic things that you are making Christ the center of everything you do. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah, as far as the, uh, you know, for-profit ministry, that really spawned out of just me kind of reflecting back on, you know, how did we get here? How did we get to the spot where there's this huge um, separation between um, the sacred and the secular, as you've heard it said, or, or mm-hmm. work and church and mm-hmm. you know work and and just uh your faith right and and i don't like that i don't want to live that way and um f- to me one of the root words that causes this separation is business it's the word business um, because as soon as you say that then there has to be something else there's some some natural separation that has to be there and so why do you say that i don't understand why you say that i, I guess it's just that um when when you say business, um, you know, out in the business world, okay, well, you got to keep that separate from your personal, mm. and you've got to keep that separate from your faith. And there's just the world has tried to but, teach us that. But that that's was the lie. I think the church tried to teach us those things too. But it's that lie. It's that, that pervasive lie. lie. We yep. have to bust the lie up. Yep. Okay. So that's the idea. Is really with that word, um, I describe. You know what we do is a for profit ministry. Um, it is. Uh, it is a ministry at its heart. Uh, it's at, like at a the core business tree almost, but it's a for yes. profit. It has a for profit purpose. Right. We don't go solicit funds to support our efforts. We have to go be really good at what we've set out to do and, and earn a profit and that can fund our ministry. And so, um, so yeah, to me that if, if we have for profit ministries and we have nonprofit ministries, then there's really nothing else in the gap between. You know, it makes me think of the fact that really, I think you're right. When you, when people hear the word business, nowhere in their definition is there anything about the heart or, <laughs> or love. Jesus. Yeah, well, even aside, for sure, Jesus, but, um, but even just... You know, there's no tenderness, there's no care, there's no love, and and but the minute you hear something is a ministry, those are the things you think about: compassion and care and things like that. So you really, that is a huge um, help in helping people to look at it differently. So I love that. For yeah, and profit I think, I think that's one of the a great segue to for him to share some of the things that he's doing because it's really along those care lines that that very few business leaders have gotten to that point where they're making that part of their strategic initiative. So maybe you could share a little bit more about that, Jamie, of how you're how you're starting to roll that out in your company. Sure. Yeah, because the it, it you know, as far as the for profit ministry, I mean any ministry is meant to care for people in some way, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, so yeah, so what are those things that we're continuing to walk through and, um, you know, an extremely impactful, um, opportunity that we had was to, um, visit Beaten Bow Homes and and really spend some time, 
uh, talking with Rick and, and Cal at, at Beaten Bow Homes. And, and um, really, uh, how do we put uh, this love into, into action, right? Um, and so, um, you know, they, they have something they talk about as far as, you know, getting to know someone and then getting to care for someone and ultimately caring for them. And so that's a walk that we've really um, begun to live out. And, uh, you know, as a, as a leadership team, um, as, as leaders at Bessler Homes and, and ultimately at a, as a whole company, what are these things that we can do to really care for our team? And so one of the first steps we recognize is we really need somebody who's intently focused on um, our, uh, our care aspects of, of our company. Um, and so uh, we already had that person on staff, as the Lord would have it. She was um, really serving as uh, executive assistant for me. And that was just such a natural um, step in for her. And so she has become our care and culture manager here as of about nine months ago. And, and her name? Her name is Christy Mock, okay, and um, she has just had a tremendous um, impact in really developing what do these things look like. And so, when we say care and culture, what do those two different aspects look like? And and I, you know, the care aspect, I think everybody can really kind of envision. It's just what are the needs of your team members, right? And how can we be a part of meeting those needs, right? And I'll expand on some of those care programs in a minute. But the other part is the culture piece. And so we, we challenged a little bit. Well, what does this look like with care and culture? And so, you know, I hold to a, a definition of culture being values in action. And at Bessler Homes, we have four values. And, um, and so what can we do to reinforce and appreciate our team members when we see those values lived out in action? which ultimately is the definition of our culture. It's not what we say we want to be. It's what we're actually yeah, living out right. day to day, right? That's right. And so she has created some of these care programs that, that are appreciating um, our team members, but at the same time teaching our culture, reinforcing our culture, and, uh, and just how we want to um, live out, you know, our, our, uh, really a, a Christ-type love each and every day. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at I Work For Him and online, IWorkForHim.com.